0: Welcome to another sales talk. This is Justin Taylor with Novell. Now, as many of you know, access management is an extremely important component of anyone's identity or compliance management solution. Novell has a long history in this space, as can be seen from our um, evolution of our iChain product up into Access Manager, which has been around now for a few years. A very important date is December 22nd for you to keep in mind, and that's the date that Access Manager 3.1 will be released to customers. And today on Sales Talk, we have Lee Howeth, who's the product manager and has been the product manager for the entire um, life of Access Manager. Um, He's on the phone today. Welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you, Justin. Well, you know, Access Manager, again, has been around. It's um, very powerful, has a lot of features um, already in it. What are the new things that are being added, Lee, in Access Manager 3.1?
1: Well, we're very excited about this release because this is really one of the first releases from the Access Management team that supports Novell's Microsoft collaboration initiative. Um, And so we've been uh, looking at what we need to do to support that, and they've come up with a set of features, uh, the first of which is support for WS Federation. So um, Access Managers today uh, supports uh, a number of federation specifications, and this is really a standard way of um, getting access to systems that are uh, within different security domains. Um, we support today SAML, uh, the Security Sessions Markup Language, as well as Liberty Alliance. Uh, but Microsoft have been supporting a different specification, which was uh, or WS Federation, uh, also known as um, Active Directory Federation Services. And so we're going to be adding that to Access Manager, which opens up uh, a number of opportunities to um provide single sign-on into Microsoft environments, uh, in particular into SharePoint. So that's uh, going to be a good uh, capability as part of 3.1. Um, also, as part of the collaboration initiatives, we've been uh, working on uh, providing a new way of authenticating to Access Manager. And uh, we took a decision to support uh, what are called information cards, also called, called Windows Card space. Uh, and this is uh, an integrated authentication method. Um, it actually comes ships out of the box with with Vista. you can also download it with windows xp um, and it's when you uh, are, need to be prompted for authentication, what basically happens is that uh, you get a graphical display that allows the user to select different cards, which is how they want to appear to the system um, and so in addition to supporting the authentication scheme, we've also been working on uh, providing open source clients uh, that will also support information cards. And So for download, uh, we'll also have available a Mac and a Linux um, card space or information card client. Uh, so that's some, some very good areas happening there with regard to Microsoft collaboration. Some of the other key areas um, of enhancement are to do with the SSL VPN. Uh, the SSL VPN is um, a strong feature already within the product, and it really does kind of uh, allow us to claim this comprehensive access management solution rather than just focusing on on web applications. It allows us to secure you know, non-web applications as well. And we've um, done some uh, enhancements in the area of administration, so we'll just simplify the way that an administrator is going to uh, define policies, um, port ranges, and that type of thing that determine what a user can access. We've also uh, got more fine-grained into how an administrator can define these policies. So for example, client integrity checking is the ability to look for certain pieces of software running on a a desktop before you allow the SSL VPN session to be established. Um, So for example, you might look for a firewall to be running or a virus scanner to be enabled. Uh, And in the previous version of Access Manager, if any of that uh, client integrity check failed, uh, we basically would, would cut off access at that point. But now, with the new client integrity check, we can actually determine and, and define different policies based on the level of client integrity check. For example, you might have a firewall enabled, but you might not have the latest version of a virus scan um, packet um, enabled. And so what you can do is, is allow access to certain resources but not allow access to others. So it's it really is just providing... Much more flexibility in the capabilities and the policies that you can define. Um, we've also added some uh, real nice desktop cleanup features. Uh, so when you when you close the SSL VPN session down, you know we make sure that everything is cleaned up. But we also have what we're calling a secure folder. So When you establish the SSL VPN session, you know as you start downloading files um, during that session. Uh, you might be at some kind of internet cafe or something like that and you're downloading files to look at, I can actually place them into this secure folder. And then the moment you close the SSL VPN session, that folder gets deleted and shredded. Uh, So it's really just improving the the confidentiality of of that session. Uh, We've also added some um, capabilities within the SSL VPN of how you deploy it. Uh, In 3.0... You actually required uh, the SSL VPN to be behind the Linux access gateway. And um, the reason we did that is that the SSL VPN uh, didn't have what was called the SP agent. And the SP agent is is the piece of code that handles the authentication for the rest of the components. So that's why you needed this access gateway to be in front of the SSL VPN to handle all of the authentication. So we've actually um, SP enabled the SSL VPN server. And some of the benefits of that is that, you know, you could now put just an SSL VPN server out at a remote office and not need to deploy the Linux Access Gateway to be able to provide access to the the systems that are behind um, the firewall. So again, some great features there. Um, Just extending a little bit further from administration, we've actually improved the administration interface. Um, It's actually based now on iManager version 2.7, so it looks a lot cleaner. We've you know, try to simplify the whole management process. Uh, But also with that, we've added full um, delegated administration. So I can not only delegate, um, you know, who can manage different resources, I can uh, define who can manage the actual components within an access manager, and even down to specific policies, I can uh, determine and delegate the administration of those policies as well. Uh, This is also going to be the start of our cross-platform efforts. Um, So uh, in Access Manager 3, the the majority of the components were all really Linux-based. So the the identity server, the administration server, and the Access Gateway were really uh, Linux-only. And what we're doing as part of this first release is that we'll also provide uh, the, the option of deploying the administration, and the identity server on Windows. Um, and we will actually provide uh, an access gateway that will run on Windows. Uh, but that won't come until probably the SP1 time frame. And then one of the other things um, I'd like to talk about is, is is where we've enhanced some of the APIs. Uh, and why this is important is that you know as we start to work with our CSI partners, and, and they're deploying this kind of product into very large environments where perhaps it needs to involve um, data to make a policy decision that isn't supported directly by the product. You know, within Access Manager, we, we look at LDAP data sources. Um, but there are times when you might need to go and look up uh, some information in a database or we, we don't care really what it is that lookup is, but it, it's something in addition to what Access Manager supports out of the box. And so one of the, um, the key APIs that we've added with this is the um, the API for policy decisions. And so uh, a CSI partner could uh, do some code, which will go off and um, look at a database, find out what the policy decision should be, and should return a yes or no to Access Manager. And that's in addition to the the APIs that we already have, which you know, allow enhancements to the authentication and the, the identity injection processes. So that's really the key capabilities um, that uh, we've
0: been delivering in uh, 3.1. So maybe just to sum that up, we I heard that we're offering new, off, new services for Microsoft around the collaboration, WS Federation and Card Services, the additional addition of new features for SSL VPN around um, capabilities as well as administration, uh, the cross-platform nature, being able to move some of those components of the Access Manager architecture to a Windows platform, And lastly, the new APIs to facilitate greater integration into people's enterprises. So definitely a lot of new things there. What do you think the the benefits are? If a customer, though, if I was walking into a customer and um, if I just talked about those features, it may kind of go over their head. They're like, yeah, that's nuts and bolts. What are the benefits, though? What are the customers going to be able to do now that they couldn't possibly do before?
1: Well, I mean, the benefits themselves um – you know, we typically put them in three buckets, and, and the key benefits haven't really changed between 3.0 and 3.1. You know, we typically focus on security and compliance, cost and complexity, and then business agility. So, you know, as, as a, a salesperson going in and talking to the customer, they still need to be focused on the fact that we we can protect any web application. So, you know, with our competitive solutions to do all of the access management capabilities. Uh, which is authentication, authorization, single sign-on, and personalization, uh, you need to install software on the web servers. You don't need to do that with our solution. Okay, so um, not only can we support any web server, but we go beyond uh, supporting web servers, go beyond what our competitors do, and provide secure access to non-web applications as well. And, of course, the compliance side of that is that uh, we we track you know everything that's going on. So we track the authentications, we track where the users going, which will facilitate your compliance reports. So so the focus is still on these these key areas of security, compliance, cost and complexity. Because as the the solution is been architected, and all not only does it support any of these web servers, but it also helps reduce infrastructure costs on things like SSL certificates, IP addresses. And then, obviously, business agility, um, if you can add uh, a new web application onto the internet, um, probably within the space of, of an hour, you know, then you've, you've, you're able to react very quickly to changes in your environment. And so you, know, you can do that very easily with this type of product. You just find out what the, the DNS name should be of the web server, and um, you know, then all of a sudden it's, it appears on the internet. And uh, we can do that extremely quickly, as well as support uh, multiple identity stores. And so this is another key message that we're finding resonates very well right now. And that if I have a centrally controlled IS and T system, but there's certain web servers that I need IS and T to control, but you know, I, I want the identity store, I want to manage that identity store, and we can provide for that within this product. But if we if we look at perhaps what is a new. Um, Beyond these three key areas of, of benefit, you know, I would say flexibility is is one where we're obviously increasing the, the federation specifications. So, you know, as you start to expand your um, business opportunities and you involve partners, whether it's allowing partners' users access to your systems or vice versa, you know, having now the ability to um, support more than just the Samoan and Liberty Alliance and incorporate WS Federation is going to provide far more opportunities, um, as will also the choice of platform. You know, so we, we find still the customers out there that, that want to be able to deploy this on, on Windows. You know, so I think that is certainly going to add to the flexibility of the product. Um, also, the, the SSL VPN, uh, it, it's definitely more of a compelling uh, solution as if you're going to compare it to just an SSL VPN vendor. Um you know, Access Manager 3 was a, was a very capable SSL VPN, but it didn't have some of these kind of cleanup features like the, the secure folder that some of the mainstream SSL VPN solutions do have. I think now we've, we've got to a level where it's much more a compelling SSL VPN solution, which just really further strengthens the whole uh, product. Um, and then again, those APIs, that's, I think, it's going to be very important for our CSIs, but it's, it's also going to be very important for a um, salesperson's the salesperson to say, you know, when they're asked about how do I integrate with different databases and this type of thing, you know, to have the backing of, of knowing that there's these APIs available that allow a customer to extend the capabilities of the product beyond what Novell has, has basically defined as the standard feature set, you know, I think that's going to add strength to the solution as well.
0: Okay. And we obviously know that really any customer out there needs access management of some type. And what I see here is really that we're opening up the door to an even greater number of customers or opportunities with the Microsoft camp, those customers who have made commitments either to things like Active Directory with Active Directory Federation services or WS Federation or card services or even just the platform. Well, Lee, thank you very much for your time today. Um, for those people who are on or who are listening um, to this, remember that Access Manager 3.1 comes out December 22nd. Great opportunities for us to get out there and to um, attack that market and to increase our revenues. So have a good day. And again, this is Justin Taylor with Novell. Novell's Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell, Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com.